Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome, this is Wendy B. I'm a life coach and uh, I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes them extraordinary is maybe the adversity they have lived through and who they become or the little acts of kindness they bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. And I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110. I want people to experience being excited about their life. This podcast is to inspire and motivate people now for them to take action today now you know take action uh, on their purpose their dreams regardless of circumstances i want to motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade it's never too late to start would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you it's easy to live life when life is working but true power true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are downright crappy. So the other day we were looking at, um, you know, four cardinal rules. There's probably lots, but I, I make peop- number one, make peace with your past so it won't disturb your present. Uh, two, what other people think of you is none of your business. Three, time heals almost everything. And number four, which this one is, is no one is in charge of your happiness except you. So do you believe that? Have you ever felt that your work environment dictates or decides how happy you are? What about your husband, wife, or kids, or friends, family? Maybe the way your friends treat you alters how you feel about yourself. If this sounds familiar, please keep listening. No matter what is going on around you, there is only one person who can decide how happy you will be. That person is you. And it took me a long time to believe that. Everyday challenges are faced by everyone. There will always be some disagreement or some unfortunate event that could bring down your day. All you can do is take responsibility for yourself. You alone can decide the outcome of your day. Do you believe that? I didn't used to, but I do today. You could turn bad moments around by looking at them rationally, dealing with them, maybe being grateful but not internalizing them. Allowing your emotions to play into those bad moments only makes you feel out of control. And with good reason. You're allowing factors outside of yourself to dictate your feelings. Happiness in life comes from our own doing. Each experience uh, is a change to learn and grow stronger. 
It's an opportunity. Sure, everyone will have a bad day. No one is able to completely block out their feelings and stay happy all the time. You can increase your happiness through by, though by remembering that you control your own thoughts. You alone have the power to decide the fate of your happiness. No one can take that away from you unless you give it to someone. You know... <laughs> You know, when I'm having a bad day, I, I give myself so many minutes and then I call a, a committed friend, a friend who um, has the same skills as me and, and uh, is committed that I get unstuck. And I call them with the commitment to getting unstuck. And it, it's so powerful. I don't call people who are going to buy into my story and buy into my unhappiness. They're committedly listening so that I get unstuck and sometimes they have to tell me things I don't want to hear but that's the secret to thriving and my happiness so um you know I was in you know I've been on I used to be unhappy for a lot of reasons and um I was unhappy uh uh because I you know I I had a good you know, my, my childhood, I was unhappy until I was in my middle 20s, until I did landmark education um, and started transforming how I viewed my life. Um, you know, I used to believe that, uh, you know, pe people that were happy were just lucky. They don't have the problems that I had. I remember um, going into uh, Al-Anon uh, in my early 30s and uh, I was pretty angry. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, my, my oldest daughter's dad and I had split up. He was an alcoholic and I, I was just really unhappy with my life. And, um, you know, people would share in Al-Anon. They, they were so grateful. And I thought, man, he, you know, if you had my problems, you wouldn't be grateful. And yet over the years, as I listened, <laughs> some of them had way more problems than I had. So, um, you know, uh, you know, I, I found out that uh, it, that happy people have problems too. They get into fights. They don't always get lucky breaks, even if they deserve them. And contrary to what we may want to believe, not everything that happens in their lives is good. But they know the secret to be happy is it's all in your head. Happy people have a more proactive and positive view of life. They believe they have the power to make things better for themselves and others. They believe they are masters of their own destinies because of this very attitude. They are not easily brought down by bad things that happen in life. Finally, happy people don't make excuses for things they know they should be doing. You know, what? like, you know, uh, I used to be unhappy about my weight and then I had to do something. I had to learn how to eat properly and, and hire a nutritionist and, and go uh, personal trainer so I could get to the weight I really wanted. So um, it took me a long time to learn this and even, even longer to apply it to my own life. You know, so are you sabotaging yourself so you can't be happy? Um, you know, like I was. Do you blame others? Uh, do you always point fingers when something goes wrong? You know, uh, now I say the serenity prayer. Um, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Two, do you think the world is against you? You feel like you're having the worst day ever and the whole world is trying to screw you over? Or is it just your imagination? 
Go ahead and vent your frustrations for the rest of the day, you know, but don't take it out on others. Stop before you go to bed. Tomorrow's a new day. Let's not tarnish it with bad thoughts that are already in the past. You know, do you feel like no one cares? Here's an interesting thought. Do you care about others instead of feeling sorry for yourself? I used to always feel sorry for myself because you think no one cares. Do, some, do something today to show someone you care. You know, pick up that phone, call a friend, take him out for lunch or go help a neighbor. Do a nice deed for someone. What goes around comes around. Do you take everything personal? I still have to watch that. I know a fr who, friends who take whatever others say about them personally. As a result, some days they are over the moon ecstatic about a positive comment. Other times they're miserable because someone criticized what they said. Keep in mind that what other people think of you is none of your business. I did a podcast on that. You relish getting back at people. This sort of thinking will only drown you in a pool of negative thoughts. Learn to let go. There are much better ways than being bitter and resentful. Six, you feel like you're having to prove something. You know, I, I, I'm always trying to prove to my dad that I was lovable and or the men that I dated that I was lovable. I am lovable. I don't have to prove anything. You are harsh when others screw up because they deserve it. Um, I have a colleague who eagerly goes out of, of her way to make those who screwed up suffer for it. She felt it was her right to treat others that way because others treated her that way when she first started. Not surprisingly, my colleague seems equally as miserable as those who torment her. Do you think pouring salt on someone's wound will make you happy? I highly doubt it. Instead, learn to forgive. What has happened is already in the past. Holding on to unhappy memories is sure a way to stay unhappy. Eight, you feel like life is unfair. Someone else is always getting the credit, you know. Uh, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm a twin. I used to always feel my brother got all the credit. You feel it's okay to cheat. This is often tied to the feelings that life is unfair. A lot of my stuff has to do with life is unfair. If you think it that way, it's easy to rationalize cheating as a way to balance things out. Of course, we all start with small cheats. And if we don't get caught, we go for bigger and bigger payoffs over time. Can you see how this is dangerous, slippery slope? Cheating may bring you short-time happiness, but it guarantees long-term misery. Instead of focus on producing work that you're proud of, focus on building relationships based on trust, care, and love. Focus on doing what's best for you and others rather than what feels good at the moment. 10. You tell yourself you don't deserve good things. This is uh, you, silly. I used to say I wasn't lovable. It's a defeatist attitude. When something good does happen or someone shows me love, do, do I think it's luck and, and not my own doing? Maybe I need to give myself some credit. Before you can be happy about your life, you have to believe that you deserve love. You deserve happiness. Once you start believe, believing something, you'll begin to see it. Uh, you bully others. You know, this number 11. I don't, I don't claim to know how bullies think, but I do know one important fact. Happy people don't bully others. Only unhappy people bully. Happy people feel good and confident about themselves. They do not push others down in order to lift themselves up. 12. You think nobody likes you. The ironic thing 
is that, you know, uh, our context dictates our actions. So a view of ourselves dictates our actions. So the ironic thing is you're thinking nobody likes you will make you appear cold and uncaring. This only results in people actually disliking you. Instead, give time for people to get to know you. Be warm and friendly. Yes, there will always be the odd person who doesn't like you for whatever reason. Let that go. Don't let them screw your perception of others who do accept you or who you are. 13. You're jealous whenever, whenever something good happens to your friends. That's more like life isn't fair to you. I, you know, I've learned to be genuinely happy when my friends get something. So, you know, don't resent people's newfound happiness. I've learned that being happy for others can create a corresponding lift in my mood. Everyone's life is different. The timing of your happiness has nothing to do with your friend's timing. Be happy and celebrate your friend's bright moments, but also celebrate your own. In time, you will have your own, and your friend will be there to celebrate with you. 14. Do you th do you think you have it bad in life? You know, I used to always think I had it so bad in life. and and, and that. Uh, but when I look at the world, there is way more people less fortunate than me. I used to, number 15, I used to complain a lot. I love to complain. Um, people people don't want to hear your complaints, you know. They start tuning you out and, 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 and what a way to get attention, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I want you to to get a piece of paper out and make a list and re-listen to this podcast and um, look at what, you know, Go back to the list and look at the various points again. How many of them apply to you? More importantly, does the following uh, final warning sign apply to you? Would you rather talk than take action? You know, uh, I, I wish I could tell you, you know, that life in life you're going to have a happy ending. Maybe not. Um, but, you know, my life... My life isn't perfect, and yet today, regardless of my circumstances, I can be happy and I can thrive regardless of what's going on. I can, um, I can, I have learned to to make lemons into lemonade, and uh, you know, and I did that through uh, taking on courses. Uh, Landmark, I like I tell you, I do transformational courses all the time. I help others. I coach people. I'm a life coach. I'm a member of Al-Anon. I've been a member of Al-Anon since 1989. And I, when I say I'm a member, I go weekly. I need to have structures to support me to keep powerful and positive. You know, I, 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 I have to acknowledge God. I, I have to be grateful. I have a gratitude journal. I've shared that. So um, in closing, we're looking at, do you believe no, no one is in charge of your happiness except you? And we're exploring how to thrive, whether we are 10 to 110 and beyond. So I, I invite you to look, uh, re-listen to this pod and look at, do you believe that your happiness is, is no one's in charge of your happiness but you? What are your patterns? You know, what do you do, need to do to thrive? What are your patterns that have you not thrived, not be happy? What areas in your life do you want to be more effective what areas do you want to, ha to thrive in? What actions would you have to take to thrive? What would you have to be willing to give up? 
Well, what did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it. A number five, email me. Let me know what topics you want. When you get handed lemons, can you make lemonade? Tell me about how you thrive. I'd love to hear from you. This is Wendy B. Thriving at 60.com. T-H-R-I-V-I-N-G-A-T-S-I-X-T-Y.com. Thanks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email wendyb at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com. Yeah.